podcast is brought to you by Beauty From Bees because we want the best for you and your skin. Check out beautyfrombees.ca. What's up? <laughs> hey, stranger. Oh, hey. Michelle walked in here, you guys. She's wearing sunglasses in my house. We <laughs> have had sushi and coffee and have been hanging out and she's not taking her sunglasses off. It's because they're prescription. It's and I forgot my glasses in the car. I had to get out so fast to hug Jesse. I was like so excited to see her so I ran into her house to hug her and then I didn't take my sunglasses off and now a couple hours later I'm still sitting here in my sunglasses. A little time off the podcast and she rolls in here with sunglasses and she won't take them off. I know I look ridiculous. One collab with Cecilia Kissel and <laughs> you're wearing sunglasses you're like Katy Perry now. Right oh yeah. Okay <laughs> this new collab though we need to talk about this. Okay. So if you don't know, Michelle owns Beauty From Bees and manufactures natural bath and skincare products. And you're, this you isn't just like a collab with somebody you don't know. Like you guys have, I mean, this hurts my feelings a little, but I want to say she's like a new bestie. Um, I kind of love her. Yeah. She's so how did this happen? Well, I met Brett like a long time ago at a farmer's market, threw some product at him and I was like, oh, this would be so good for your kids. And then they were using it and kind of one step from there, we just were like, oh, we could put together something really good. And yes, we made some things for her. She loved them. And she is like in such a good transition of like switching out chemicals to natural. She's her whole lifestyle is kind of based on this now, too. She has four kids, um, just recently had a little baby. So it's big in her world mm -hmm. and just we're on the same level on so many different things. This is just kind of one aspect. So it worked out honestly so well. And I just had no idea that I would enjoy her as much as I do. Mm -hmm. I like just adore her. Yeah, she's so fun. I love how I didn't know that. So you're at a farmer's market and Brett Kissel's there. Obviously, Brett Kissel, country singer. Did you have a moment where you're like, I can't just go up to him? Or were you like, no, I'm, I'm no, doing this. So <laughs> it was like the first weekend in January. It was so cold. Christmas break had just ended. And I was like, oh, do I haul all my kids to the farmer's market? And good thing I did because yeah. he was there so I knew I was like oh and I knew he had kids like I knew a little bit about him and so I just honestly it was kind of embarrassing <laughs> I was like oh hey Brett can I talk to you for a second and had a little pack ready to go for him I was like I would love for you to take these home um, and use them with your kids or whatever and he was so so nice so grateful um, he even you know tried to pay for them I actually feel like he probably left some money on my table actually mm, at the he end would. yeah yeah and and then that just makes you probably be like well no actually I want to give you more now because yeah. I'm trying to gift you something and you're recognizing that it is something of value and yeah I mean well, you're just an opportunist I well, was he was just super nice all around he like asked about the business and like how it was going and I don't know he yeah it was just a quick interaction of course but super nice guy and so he did, took them home, and, well, he, they were touring. He was mm -hmm. play. He had two concerts in Lloyd, so that's why he was here. And while they were here, he set up this game for his band to play the Bobcats or cool. whatever hockey team it <laughs> yeah. was. And, yeah, so, and then after I left, I was like, oh, I need to look up his a couple of his songs. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I really know these songs. Yeah. And so then it kind of clicked, and it was cool. So, but those are the moments, too, that you have to take advantage of. Or, like, mm -hmm. some days you just need that push. Push yourself because if I didn't go to the farmer's market that day, what an opportunity that would have 
happened mm-hmm. that I missed. What an opportunity you would have missed, but I love that this is such a prime example of an opportunity turning into something special. Like I've heard you talk about um, Cecilia, like she's a, she's a true friend to you now. You admire her, you enjoy spending time with her, like she's one of your people and you keep a tighter circle and yeah. um, relationships are important to you and you don't just give that shit away for free. Mm-hmm. So you've taken now an opportunity, recognized uh, something super special, I think in, in Brett and in the Kissels and you have a new bestie. Yeah, crazy. That's just cool. It is cool. Yeah. And you don't sometimes know, I guess, how compatible people can be until you do kind of have an interaction. And somebody like her, um, who you just might see on social media and, you know, but there is like, yeah, such deeper connections just between. uh, And I mean, entrepreneurship, like it's definitely runs through her blood and even her kids. It's really coming out in like they are little entrepreneurs in the making for sure so yeah so many things to bond on but um you kind of know who who you connect with and who and who you don't and we honestly like instantly really had a good connection for sure. yeah I think that obviously our relationship started that way yeah. I had just heard about the business loved the business drove out there Kim came with me spent some time podcasting on a different um, podcast and was like hey wait a minute like I'm in a bit of a podcast transition you're in a podcast transition. Wait a minute. And we were instant friends for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like I didn't want to leave. No. And every time we talk, it's like we've never missed a beat. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we're back here. Yeah. We have not sat down face to face in. That's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> it is embarrassing. I don't even know how long it's been. People Definitely are probably like they're fighting. Yeah. Podcast. Oh, yeah. Another podcast <laughs> bites of dust. <laughs> this is the rumor. <laughs> the Lloydminster rumor. Yeah. Jesse and Michelle break up. Yeah. No. We talk all the time. We text all the time. Well, you didn't wish me Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) We found out today. (laughs) Who does that? (laughs) Merry Christmas, Michelle. And I just don't even reply. Oh, God. It's like you have four kids that are busy or something. It's like classic Michelle. Yeah, no. We love each other. We never have any (laughs) hardships or like when Mm -hmm. we talk, we talk. When we get together, it's like we never missed a day, really. Yeah. Michelle's not a hugger, and she just hugs me so good now. I love it. Yeah, honestly. I've warmed I really up this little tree. <laughs> <laughs> I really came into the hug today. I was like, Do you hug Cecilia? Hug. I need to know. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, okay. So I still have the hug. Yeah, I don't really hug anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I hug my kids. I hug my husband. But yeah. I'm... And me. My husband even jokes about it. He's like, oh my gosh, loosen up. Like, he'll come to hug me, and I'm like... <laughs> like yeah. If you could see me right now, I'm trying oh to like man. give the expression that I give. I'll hug the stranger in the park. Bring me, it on. Yeah, it's so bizarre. It some people bizarre. are huggy, some people aren't, yeah. and some people like to warn you. Yeah, and I'm, you know, we're at. I'm the person that doesn't ask, and I just go in for the hug, and then I'm like, oh shit, they're a tree. They did not want this at all. <laughs> yeah. And then I like try and make them like it, and I hold on a little extra longer than <laughs> I should, and there, and then I leave and think like that person is going to see me in the aisle at Sobeys and then like turn around and go the <laughs> other way be like oh shit she's gonna hug me if she comes here like you just made me feel so uncomfortable yeah, or were they me. like that was actually really nice I should do more I of that I didn't move from my tree form but it felt really <laughs> nice <laughs> there's nothing worse than like the stone frozen right you don't stone freeze though now. sometimes just I like do embrace. it depends what kind of mood I'm in but my husband would say sometimes I definitely give him the stone but it's yeah. kind of funny I guess now he knows I love him. Yeah. So we're back. We're but gonna mostly what? we're back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it's not me that has been insanely busy. Jesse took on a crazy huge project. 
And this is something that, like, needs to be talked about. You're going to want to ask, like, 100,000 questions because it's so intense and so insane and so fun. But this is really why a big part of the podcast has been. Yeah. We knew this took a lot of time. So what were you doing? Uh, well, um, we have a, uh, we have a documentary. It's not done. You <laughs> so have it's like, we have a documentary. Um, Kim Caprell, who I mentioned and I, um, have always wanted to do a big project and tackle a big project. We've done lots of smaller videos and, and we're all about turning people who've taken tough things and turned that kind of into an opportunity to move forward and bounce forward with their life. And the grit and grace that some people have, you know, they go through these terrible things and they just come out with grace and they turn it into an opportunity for growth and reflection and bettering their lives like that. I, I'm fascinated by that. Fascinated. And um, Chris King came to us. He's the head coach of the Lakeland Wrestlers, the so basketball this is team. A, our Lloydminster College. Yep. Yep. Lakeland College. Um, and he, he recognizes that uh, Kim and I like to do that kind of thing. And he said, you know, like you should come and film our girls. I'm like, I, he knows I don't even really like basketball, which is true. I don't really like basketball. And you know what? I feel like sometimes I understand it less after spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of hours filming it over the last 10 months. You didn't join the team and uh, like be there. Yeah. No, front runner. they, they want to make me run um, suicides and do some things with them only, I think, because they know it would be super be funny hilarious to watch. Yeah. Um, and it's not that you don't, I mean, the documentary that's coming out, you don't need to really like basketball. Like I said, I don't, I don't know that I love it anymore, really. Um, but the thing is, is the story of these women and how much they love it and what they overcome to play at this level. And that there's this type of level of competitive sport in our community that, I mean, we're a hockey community. We've already talked about the Bobcats. Like, um, people don't recognize what type of athletes and other sports sometimes are here. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't long before Chris was telling us about all of the different players and what they experience in their day-to-day -day life. And we went to a couple practices and met a few of them. And I'm like, this is, this is unbelievably special. This but is a story that needs to be told women. And so I actually have chills. Is it like their individual stories? Like yeah. them? as humans or like them as basketball players or just like the combination of it's like both. the combination of both and so i mean there's 14 of them and 14 of the most just brilliant and cool and smart and um hard-working women um i call them girls they're like What's girls the age, to me age but range um well when zaya came i think zaya was still 17 so okay. they are from 18 to tori i think is 25 she'll be 20 25 yeah 25 this year 26 this year so um, big range of like kind of the older group of girls and the younger group of girls and the documentary will go in depth covering a few of those stories quite intimately and then um, just showing them on their redemption season so first time in Lakeland College history prior to COVID they won um, the ACAC championship and they're going to go to nationals so so great this team has finally finally done this this is like 12 13 years in the making for Chris um, he's battled as a young coach He's built this special team, COVID, no nationals, just dream shot. So they made it. Yeah. Dreams shut down. Yeah. They cannot play. Yeah. COVID. And then y you go from, and, th and the documentary will show the level of complete, like, and I, I say this with love, like the word obsession, I think, you know, has a negative connotation, but I don't mean it to. Like the, the type of obsession that they have about playing their sport as good as they do and and showing up every day is honestly remarkable. It's one of the coolest things I've ever witnessed in my life. You Seeing have to have that level of yeah. obsession. My brother and I were just talking about that this weekend. Um, he played like really good 
golf and stuff back in his day and he said if you don't obsess you will never make it yeah so like if there will be no sports figures at mm-hmm. that stage of their career that yeah. are not obsessed yeah and and I'm like again I mean it with love and and I'm such a like people have said oh you're the jack of all trades you do all of these things well and I mean they're being kind I do a lot of things some of them probably not so well and maybe some things half decent but I've always <laughs> been um so uh, I just admire somebody who can just focus on one, one single thing. thing I just don't seem to I like a lot of things and haven't been able to kind of hone that one thing I love so much do you um, not think this is it were you not obsessed over this documentary yeah Let's be it real here. yeah this yeah. was your obsession this was my obsession putting together the stories of these women um learning about all of this we did not realize how much time, money, energy, effort this was going to take. And Kim and I have worked together on many different projects, but when you're around each other 24-7 and you're stressing about things and technology's failing you and, um, you know, Kim's busy and he's got all kinds of other work demands and I'm busy and have other work demands and then COVID comes in and we have all of these, like, life things that happen too during that time and you're still trying to um, make money for this thing. Um, and then the, the crazy thing is too, you, you get, and we have been so incredibly lucky that Synergy Credit Union came on and, um, and they were a major sponsor, a major sponsor. Yes. Yeah. Far surpassed our expectations in any way, shape or form, which was so incredible. But then you also too, and I, I hate that I even have to say the butt word there because it was so great. However, um, there's just a new level of stress when somebody believes in you so much and and now you're not just you're committed and we were before but Kim and I were only accountable to each other totally we weren't you know raising the bar of like we want to blow these incredible people's minds that believed in us when they see this final project so and we've had other incredible sponsors step up since and and that has been awesome and then you just get into the accounting of all of that. We started an incorporated company. We've never done that before. So then you've got lawyers and accountants and it's oh a yeah. lot of different aspects building something like this. It's not just, well, we're going to follow these girls around and make a movie. Well, that is, that was the oh. plan. That's kind of how it started. Yeah. But your determination and your relentlessness, that's yeah. you. You don't quit at anything. No. Quit I does not exist in our vocabulary. It doesn't really. No. And you push through and you're like, hey, this what starts out as a good idea, it's the follow through. Mm -hmm. So now you've nailed and you're like, I don't care. Whatever comes in the way of this, I'm going to crush it and we're going to overcome it and we are going to get this documentary done. Yeah. The one thing I will never take for granted and we joke that we never want to compliment Chris too much because he has enough trouble getting in and out of doorways with his big head as it is. But um, we, he was graceful with us and, you know, making mistakes, I think. And we, I think he trusted us for times that he made mistakes. Uh, having a camera in your face 24-7 is not easy. Not as a head coach. Not as a head coach, especially when, um, you know, you're a colorful coach and yeah. he is an animated coach. Um and I'm not saying like that we're showing all of it. We can show all of it. He's an amazing coach, but there's just moments where you're laughing. You're like, well, that's not going to go in the documentary. Right. You know, were there any girls that were like, we don't want to be a part of it. Uh, we did have one player that okay. was going to play out the season that decided that playing level, but that level of basketball at this time in her life was not the best. And so she did decide to quit the team. And we did have some footage of her from before and kind of wanted to showcase that. But she realized that was maybe not what she wanted to um, share, which is fine. But no, the whole team signed off. 
Yeah, they did. They were excited. Yeah. And I've been to one of the games. Yeah. And you came to a good one, too. I came to a really good one. And Reed, my one son, he's, like, so into basketball, too. He's been playing at school. He thinks he's Kobe Bryant and just loves it. So him, it was just him and I, he got to watch that. And he he said the – what were his words? I'm trying to think. I'm going to say, like, my own words. But – the way those girls came together mm-hmm. and cheered each other on as a team, encouraged each other, he said he's never seen anything like it. To show that level of sportsmanship yep. and just, I feel like every single hockey team or like anything that my kids are involved in, I wish I could take all of their whole teams to that one basketball game to watch. Those they girls watch are amazing. Yeah. So telling that story and showing that story, I, ju- I got chills again just with you talking about it because I've, I've seen that. And um, we wanted to tell the story of them going straight all the way undefeated season, winning a national championship. Now that didn't happen, and you'll have to watch the documentary to see, you know, why they didn't. And um, but I will say that you know, you you go into something like this, and you think it's a documentary, so you don't you're not putting this together, you're not writing this, you're doing your best to sort of put things together um, and tell the story and make sure you're interviewing the right people during different elements of as things unfold. But you kind of are supposed to be the fly on the wall, which is not easy yeah. for me. Like, I'd like to dive in. And, and like I said, C- Chris was grateful when I, you know, a player's having a tough time. And I'm like, are you okay? What can I do? He's like, you need to step back. You need to film. And I'm like, oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I got to be a filmmaker. I'm not a friend right now. Um, yeah. So the storyline and what we get to show when we did go to nationals and we went to Nanaimo and it was an incredible experience. There's some elements of things that happened there that I couldn't have wrote. I wouldn't have wrote um, that are better than anything I would have thought of had, right. you know, Kim and I sat down. And I'm not sure, you know, he, I know he feels differently about different things and, and we'll have him on maybe and chat with him about about that. But when it all was said and done and we're flying home, I'm like, we took a gamble. We, th- what if they wouldn't even won? What if ACs? they didn't even make it? What if they didn't even yeah. make it? Then that's, you know, a year of our life and all of this extra money too. You still have to put together some sort of a documentary, but that's not the story you'd want to tell. Yeah. Anyway, the short of it is we've got something really, really, really special. You had faith yeah. and like you put yourself into something that you honestly saw. You knew the potential. Yeah. Which is amazing. Okay, I have to say too, when we went to that game, um, the security guard was at the front door or whatever and she's, we just asked, how do we get to the basketball game? So she guided us and she said, oh, and you know, we have to have cash because they do charge cover. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, is there a bank machine? And she's like, oh, the bank machine is out of money. She said, this place has not seen this kind of action in years. Oh. And it was packed. That was a packed house. It was. You came to a great game. But I'm telling you what you guys did and the promotion that you also gave the team by mm-hmm. doing this documentary is huge. Yeah. Because... Like she said, the the basketball games have not been that busy. This is a big deal for our community. It's a big mm-hmm. deal. Um, and that I thought that was so special. So luckily, Jesse had yeah. us on the guest list. So yeah, I didn't need I cash. Did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you we didn't have to pay. Esteemed guest. Yeah. No, and you know what? I won't, like, I mean, I appreciate that. And I know that there were, you know, a few people in the audience, you being one of them, that came because of the doc and because of the stories that were being told. And there were a few people that said, I didn't even know that they played like this. But I'll just, um, I can't own all of that because this is these girls. Totally. And what they do in the community and um, they coach and with wrestler youth and, 
they work in the community, they get to know the community. A lot of like Tori, who's kind of um, one of the people who will be featured um, quite a bit, comes from Australia. She's made Lloyd her home for the last seven years. Um, she's, you know, come and gone a few times, but it, it's just really remarkable. And the, the documentary, I, I believe, is going to be very successful because of the stories these women gave us access to tell. Um, because of Chris recognizing that these women are special mm -hmm. and us recognizing, I think, too, that, you know, Chris is a pretty um, special person and he, and he gives up his whole life. And his wife is amazing. The fact that she really lets him be obsessive about basketball and it has used it as, I think, such a positive thing in their family's lives because he's super busy. Yeah. So that's another part of the story. And, and um, like his, he cares, right? He's got mm -hmm. such good relationships with. Yeah these girls and he wanted to see them when again how can you just get robbed come covid you know everything's just shut down and you've made it so far yeah this, so this was year of redemption over a decade of him trying to get to nationals yeah. you get to nationals and one week later it's taken away from you like that's wild and the amount of depression yeah. that the girls face that he faced no that's kidding. A, that's a part of the doc right and if they don't have family here that mm -hmm. they can just lean on cuz lots of them do come from yeah. You know, other areas. Yeah. That's all so heartbreaking. So it's so exciting. Can we yeah. talk about the name or like? Yeah. Well, we, when we first started putting it together, you know, we're like, well, we need some money. Well, what do you, how do we get money? And we're like, well, I guess <laughs> we have to pitch. We have to ask some people. And we're like, okay, well, what does that mean? So we're researching like how to pitch a documentary. Yeah. Um, is this called a documentary? What is this? People <laughs> still ask us, how long is this thing? We don't know. We haven't right. put it together yet. Um, wh where is it going? We're like, honestly, at this point, and probably stresses some people out, we're lucky that our sponsors understand that this is a process. We don't know. But the season just also ended. Just, yeah, yeah. we are still doing exit interviews next weekend. So yes. we're still doing some filming. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the name we just kind of attached to it for so now. So you was had to come up with like a l short film almost yeah. to like give to try to give to sponsors to collect some funds. Yeah, to move forward with the year of actually recording everything. That's right. So, so last a year ago, a la yeah, a year ago around this time, we're like, well, we need to show something. We believed it yeah. through Chris. Chris believed in the girls. We'd met some of the girls. We're like, these women are so so unbelievably just special and incredible and strong and gritty and they deserve to have their stories told but it's like I can't just tell you tell you tell you I need to show you so it was like a wave in the pandemic the height of the uh, another wave and we can't go into the college because of this we can't go here because of that masks are mandated everywhere so like how can we put together what this is going to look like without a season without games without a crowd so we just did what we could. We put together what we could. That'll be that's the trailer that is available that people can see, and just started sending that out. And we got no so many times, like no or you know what this sounds really great, um, but come back this time. So come back to us in a year. Come back to us in a year. Come back to us in a year, and which is fine. I mean, I I wouldn't have probably bet on two random people who said we're gonna do a documentary either. Yeah. But. Um, by the time the the whole project, every time we got to a point where I'm like, Fuck, I don't know if we're gonna pull it, like we need money or we've got these big bills, and Kim and I are like, are we gonna have to start putting our own money into this? And we had been donating and giving our own time and and all of that as it was, and you know it it was stressful a lot of points, but then it would be like all of a sudden you get this email and you're like, that just changed the game for us. Yeah. If we had a wedding scheduled on the same Saturday and it was a game day, we were both done at six. We could film the game that night, like the. The universe sort of just kind of looked after this project for us. I know that sounds like hooey and cliche mm -hmm. and all of the things, but there's just been too much of I that. Know. That even it lines Chris up so perfectly. Yeah, even Chris was like, 
okay, I'm starting to see what you meant here. Yeah. It's like undeniable. Yeah. Right? That stuff just lines up and you can't even doubt it. Yeah. It's like you come to a point where you're like, I'm just going with the flow mm-hmm. because I know it's going to work out. Yeah. The more hard work and effort you put into something, it's just the more it's going to mm-hmm. come together. If you're not getting no's, you're not getting yeses because that means you're not putting out yeah. enough emails. Yeah, you need right. those no's. Yeah. And I think that when I, so when we talked to Sam, and so Sam was another podcast we did, and she talked a lot about manifesting, and she's like the manifesting queen. Yeah. I try and manifest in other aspects of my life, but it it's hard, and it, it's more of like an active thing I have to do. And I, f- I find that I, that I can't get rid of maybe a seed of doubt in that specific avenue. But with this, I was just like, we didn't even really talk about if they didn't win. We just sort of jumped in and sort of knew that they would. And we knew that they would get to nationals. And I really believed it in my core. And it's kind of happened that way. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I actually, I think I just found something to manifest that I didn't have doubt in. And when I think about Beauty From Bees, you didn't have doubt in this. You just did it. Well, in the beginning I did. Did you? Well, probably. Like, there are definitely moments. Yeah. But you're just working so hard and then something lines up or, you know, something works out and it just starts to give you a little bit more hope Mm -hmm. that and then the you just keep pushing through. And it just honestly, it's that mentality that you you're going to you there would have been not enough no's that could have come through to stop you. Yeah, no. From so that's the difference. Some people would have just been shut down after one no and they would have been like, actually, this isn't a good idea. Yeah. So. You know, that determination and that mentality and just saying, I'm, I'm doing this no matter what. Yeah. You know, there's no such thing as a problem, just a situation that needs a solution. Like, you'll find a solution for whatever it is. You would have done whatever it takes. Yeah. It's you were determined, really. Like, uh, Yeah. I, I it's <sighs> so strange to me because it, it's not like we really thought this through that much. It that's was like, we're doing it. That's even better. Yeah. We're doing it. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. We believe in these women. We're telling this story. And then I remember we got to um, the ACAC um, final weekend where they're playing for provincials. They got to defend their title. And if they, it was sudden death. So it was like a Friday game. And if they lost, that was it. No medal, nothing. That's just it. What's what's the story? I'm like, uh, and people are like, <laughs> I'm s- so what, what are you going to do if they lose? And I'm like, well, they're not. And they're like, yeah, but you know they can lose, right? I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand. Like, they won't. And then I won't lie, I got in the vehicle and I was like, holy shit, what are we going to do if they lose? (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, well, we can sign on to for another year. And I start like processing it. And then I'm like, this is a waste of my time. Like Mm -hmm. they really are going to win. And I believed it to my core. They started our hearts in in one game where they looked like it wasn't going so well. And I was wearing my Apple watch. And so I've got my hands in front of me and I'm filming and I can see um, the messages coming through. And it's like, oh, my God, are they going to win? Oh, my God, are you going to puke? Oh, my God, is this, are you okay? I'm checking in on you. I'm watching the game from home. And I'm like, everybody stop messaging me. They're going to be fine. But then I'm like, holy cow, like all this seed of doubt is just growing and growing and growing. And then finally, I'm like, I got to take a big deep breath. I kind of looked at Kim. He knew I was getting nervous. And I'm like, no, you know what? This is a story no matter what. Yeah. Um, we'll tell it. It'll be fine. And then, I mean, the girls come back and absolutely crush it. So. Yeah. But you, I think you got to really surround yourself with people who believe in it and maybe are as crazy as you. Yeah. And find the one thing that you do just 100% believe in. And then you don't have those moments where you're like, well, 
I'm struggling to manifest this. If you're struggling to manifest it, maybe you don't actually really want it that bad. Yeah. Or you just, yeah, exactly. You have to believe in what you're doing and you have to be okay with potentially failing at something too, Mm -hmm. but take it to the very end. Yeah. Because what if you don't, right? Yeah. You just never know. Yeah. But it is crazy. I do believe in the power of the manifestation and the things that we can create in our own heads. And you're right, because if you do start to listen to people and you do start to doubt, then those girls might feed off of your energy too. And they might see you panic on the camera, yeah. you know, and that could, that energy could flow right through there too. No, I gotta, I mean, this is, it's been such an awesome experience and I know we've driven the girls crazy at times and they're going through their most vulnerable moments. We've got a camera in their face and, um, we're also a two man show. Like we're not rolling in with a professional film crew for everything. So we're getting things wrong and the amount of grace they gave us. And, um, yeah, what we got, I do believe is really special. And now it's eight or 10 months of putting this thing together. And, um, a part of that eight or 10 months while we're editing, we'll be sitting down and trying to, we've got some connections through Amazon and some different, um, people that we, um, that will tap to help us pull this thing off. And, Wherever it goes, it will um, hopefully go to a place where thousands of people can see it because these women are special. It's so inspiring. Mm-hmm. And it's nice, too. It's, like, relatable, right? It's yeah. not – those documentaries, like the Michael Jordan, I, that one yeah. just comes to mind, obviously, because basketball, just the feelings that you get um, through these – I don't know what it is about athletes that, like, gets me. Same. I'm, like, not a crier. You know that? Mm-hmm. Um, but when you see an athlete, that goal that they get Mm -hmm. in the last few seconds of a game, like I can instantly just start crying Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I don't know why. Or when you see somebody trying to get to the Olympics and they try and try and try and then they finally succeed, you're like, like you just want to like lose your mind. I just want to lose my mind because you, you can almost feel what they're feeling. The amount of, it's to me, it's so admirable. To, like I s- we talked about having that one thing. Every uh, morsel of food matters. Every hour of sleep matters. Every minute of your day matters because it is all for this goal. And some people, you know, will play sport and they don't take it that seriously. Um, but the core group of this team really, really does. And I just, I think I have so much respect and just complete admiration for giving up everything or one specific goal, and they didn't reach that goal. Right. Um, but I, I think and I hope that as much as I know that the part of the doc that's going to just break your hearts, and I know broke the hearts of a lot of these players, I hope when they watch the documentary and see it through our eyes that they see actually maybe what happened that day was even more special. And I like it, it's going to make me emotional. And I'm kind of trying not to like share too much mm-hmm. to even like close people because I want people to sit and watch and be like, oh, I had no idea. I don't yes. even know if the girls realize what we saw that was so special right. in them in how this whole story played out. That's insane. When I think of, so, because I said to you, like, well, you've, you manifested beauty from bees. I think maybe, so maybe manifest not the right word, but what I see from the outside looking in of you with your company, the intuition, like you just seem to really trust yourself in making these decisions and you are constantly changing and leveling up. You're just never satisfied. You're constantly growing and changing. Whereas like the business is phenomenal. The business is extremely successful. Now you could just stop and just ride this. Where does the grit come to continue to just keep leveling up, leveling up? Like, aren't you tired? 
No. And then I think once you've put in so much work, how do you just not continue with that? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's your baby. You have, I have put in so much time and so much effort. I think some people, too, they come in now and the, like our hours, you know, we work four days a week. We work nine to three. So it's just while our kids are in school because most of us are moms. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have no idea the years that I used to work 16 hours a day by myself. And I was doing everything and the time that you put in. So like the whole hope is that you start this business, you work really hard, but you get to a level where you have some freedom, mm-hmm. right? And that you don't have to work that hard every single day. Yeah. But some people don't realize how hard you had to work to get to where right. you got. So they're missing. That's like the gap. You mm-hmm. just see this business that made it or succeeded. But you um, don't see the work. You don't see the hard. You don't see the years. It's like, any, it's like anything, right? No. I guess you go back to the dog. You don't. Y- they're they like, oh, good team, winning team. Lucky totally. for them. They're Those all girls good. have been pl- busting their asses playing basketball since probably friggin' junior high yeah. and loved it and obsessed and took shots in their backyards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then you get a scholarship to a college or whatever it is. You yeah. make this um, college team, mm-hmm. you know, but people don't see. And some of them probably had major hardships with family. What if your parents can't afford to have you play basketball or have you? I mean, there's always going to be. That's the stuff you just don't see. So when you can connect with a story like that, oh, my gosh, it is Mm -hmm. even more intense. So I cannot wait to see it. Of course, I've watched the trailer 500 times. Mm -hmm. um, And I just I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. Kim is a local videographer here in Lloydminster. Jesse is a photographer for those. Yeah. Have we? Do we talk about that even? Oh well, I don't <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I was getting um, uh, just routine health stuff. If you've listened to our previous stuff, I've got uh, constantly doing health stuff. Anyway, I'm at a health appointment, and the lady's like, um, "So, what do you do for a living?" And I had just come back from Nanaimo, and I'm like, "Well, this will be fun." I'm like, usually I'm just like, "I'm a teacher." I haven't even taught for years. I'm like, "Why do I tell people I'm a teacher?" <laughs> so it's just it's just easy, right? Yeah. I'm like. Uh, I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> yeah. And then I walked down and I was like, I've imposter syndrome major. I'm like, I just lied to her. I'm not a filmmaker. And I'm like, no, you know what? Fuck that. I'm you like, are. I have been working my butt off. Yeah. Um, film and video has always really interested in me. It was always my passion. Just pictures kind of was easier and it was a quick way to make money at a stage in my life when that was a nice way to balance your um, introductory teacher um, salary. And I'm just lucky that Kim um, recognized that I could do that part of it with him mm-hmm. um, and be able to film. So it's been nice to be kind of a second shooter for him and film. And Yeah, and, and you are a filmmaker. Like, you are a motherfucking filmmaker. I don't <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not. We got to cut that out. We got to edit You're that out. You're now a filmmaker, <laughs> a teacher, a <laughs> photographer. I don't know. <laughs> Jack of all trades, right? Master of absolutely none of you it. You could Is do that anything. That? Yeah. Yeah, no, I gotta, Honestly. I gotta figure out what I want to be when I. You're grow just up. a go getter, which is yeah, like so you, you have that so in you. you that you're just like anything. If there, it, people ask me like, oh, yeah, if there's anything that somebody who's the like person that I know that could just do anything that they apply. That's you for me. That's you for me. No, that's you for uh-uh. me. I'm like, what are you doing now? There's nothing that Jesse like. If I'm like, oh, I'll challenge her with something. Fuck, she'll do it and she'll do it well and she'll put her whole heart into it. And it's yeah. like, 
I need it's to do incredible. less things. I was always like, say yes. I remember right. even speaking at the women's conference in Lloyd and I, my whole point was like, say yes, just keep saying yes, because you're going <laughs> to, it's just going to keep opening doors. And now I'm at the stage where I'm like, well, for sure. Like I recognize saying yes is great, but also say no to things that just aren't going to, um, yeah, serve you or, um, things you don't really want to do that bad just yeah. because it's a great opportunity. Say no to some stuff. I think in the beginning we say yes to more because we don't know yeah. what we're allowed to say no to. And then as you grow, you start to get a feel for mm. being Permission able to say yes. no. Yes. You almost have to like work yourself into, mm -hmm. into that because it then you're not regretting those no's. Yeah. For sure. In the early stages, you're kind of like, Oh, if I say no, then what if, you know, yeah. you'll get to a stage where you're like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. Now I'm saying no more, which is really great. But yeah, it's You're some still of it's so like, yeah, yes. actually, hell no. I am freaking still. Yeah. You are I still. need to like break that cycle a little bit. But so we are going to have a podcast come out um, where we talk more about because I want the world to know about um, there's so many people in your shoes. I think one of the great things about COVID is a lot of people are diving into small business and thinking about their careers differently. And I want people to hear some of those stories about one of my favorite ones is like you said, like the kids were in um, playing hockey and you'd be out in the vehicle freezing cold Canadian winter. And you're like, checking orders or obsessing over a detail because it mattered to you. Mm -hmm. So you're there doing the mom thing, but also like trying to build up this business and you continue to build it. And part of this collab with Cecilia is so special. Um, I just uh, finally got my, my box full of all of the Cecilia products and the smells are amazing. And it just, you constantly, I mean, I, I try all of it and use all of it. You know that, um, but it's nice to every once in a while. And I mean, we talk all the time, but to log on and be like, what you, you didn't tell me you never vetted this with me. I didn't get to product test this one. You don't just get to launch a product without me. And I'm like, shit, I need to go and buy something else. So I want people to know what's really going in to beauty from bees. And, um, yeah, whether you're a man or a woman or you're starting a business or you have a really successful business, there's so many things people can learn from the type of, um, passion and obsession, mm -hmm. um, that you have for your company. I think moving forward too with podcasts, we will do, you know, stuff here, interview other people that are growing a business, kind of the hardships, the things. But, like, mostly I would say the thing that we always come back to is just don't quit. Don't stop. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, if you have a goal in mind, like, we're so motivating and encouraging. Like, we don't want to see. We can see the potential in you. We can see what you're doing is good. Like, keep, keep yeah. going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Pick a path you really want to be on and yeah. keep going. Sometimes you have to like try a few different things. You yeah. know, it's like figuring out what sport you like or figuring out what foods you like. You have to try mm -hmm. a few different things to kind of see where you're at. But it's like what ma what makes your heart flutter? Or like what are you naturally good at too? Because it kind of does come a little bit naturally mm -hmm. as well. Not saying it doesn't take hard work and tears and crying and sweat because it does take all of the above, but there will be something. And if your intuition, listen to that intuition yeah. because that does guide you. Mm -hmm. If even if everybody around you, I know they always say like, Oh, if you start a business, like your family and friends will support you. Um, no, mm -hmm. actually I feel like they were the worst. Mm. Like I remember s telling somebody my plan and you know, one family member and she was like, Oh, <laughs> like, it's almost like a disappointing, so like cool. sigh. I was like, Oh, okay. Not a good idea. Yeah, but, man, you just but isn't it just the just best now when it. you're like, hmm. Mm, showed you. 
Yeah. Showed yeah. you. Right. Somebody once said to me, and and I I mean I know I know its relevance and, and I knew it then, but now I think it makes more sense to me is like what would you do for free if you ha- if money wasn't an object? And I was, you know, like of course that's a, a great quote and cliche and blah blah blah. But this um, documentary that we, we, we're not getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. People think like, oh, we, you know, took all of our sponsorship money. All that money went back into the business. And yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully when it's all said and done, we, we make a little bit to pour back into the business. But um, never once when I was exhausted and working another full-time job and had to go to uh, a game on the weekend or a practice or whatever, was like, like oh my God, I got to go to work. Like we were doing it for free. Right. And busting our ass. And it was pretty awesome. We joked when you sat down here, like, I'm like, man, if, if I won the lottery, I would just show up and label for you and hang out with totally. you. <laughs> right. Like yes, yes. sign me up. I would be there constantly just hanging out because <laughs> yeah. I love to see your passion for this business and I love to see you grow things. So, um, that's what we want to do more of with the podcast is just sitting down, talking, connecting mm-hmm. about our lives, kind of what we're doing because we get a lot of enjoyment out of connecting with each other. And, and well, it's so fun too, because we're, so alike but like our lives could not be at more different stages jesse is single yes newly single and know that i would be here but (laughs) it is a really positive thing jesse is i mean i'd be lining up right now knocking like banging down your door (sighs) um you are a catch and i married four kids like so there's a lot of differences but like we relate to so many things still we do and it's kind of funny like we laugh about the stages that you're in versus the stages that i'm in and we get to live like through each other which is we really do but the perspectives you teach me still so much even on parenting or like there are so many ways that our paths cross Mm -hmm. but we totally ignite each other into still like our separate lives and we relate so much so it's like it's such a good combo yeah for sure so stick with us um we're gonna have short and sweet episodes coming up where we just kind of tackle one topic one quote one current event that we you know can't shake uh and we'll also have some special guests i mean cecilia we got i mean please tell me that we're gonna sit down with her I know. Let's you can't just sit down. I just keep waiting. All of a sudden, I'm on Spotify, and I see the podcast, and it's like, Michelle and Cecilia Kissel have dropped their own episode. I'm <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> Where's Jesse Mann? <laughs> no, yeah, it so happen. We, um, we got to beg and borrow and steal some people who really inspire us, too. Well, I mean, think about it. Did we ever think we'd have Angela Price? Yeah, no. No. And An- she, yeah. like, we videoed with her yep. the whole time. Like friends. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. And she is like one of the sweetest humans ever too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, lots of exciting things coming up. We just have, oh, we always have so much on our brain and we're going to bring it, bring it all together now that we've both kind of slowed down, but Jesse mostly. So stay tuned because this documentary will be, we'll be talking And we're back friends. Um, The rumors were true. We had a fist fight and we're back. We're (laughs) back. We saw a psychologist (laughs) and we're both back. (laughs) No, life therapy. got busy, and you know, yeah, that's like all it was. We, we are control <laughs> freaks a little bit, so like the, it's got to be so like we got to do weekly, and then when a weekly doesn't happen, we're like oh shit, and then you know you kind of push it off. But I think moving forward, the podcast is going to be when we can, when we yeah. want to, and not have any boundaries. We do exactly. this because we enjoy sitting down together. Like this is the best forty-three minutes I've had, and if somebody sat down and listened to the end, that is amazing, and that yeah. is awesome. And we just don't, we're not quitters. We started Radically Relentless for a reason and we are, 
We love it. Yeah. We just, every time we come together. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're back. Do you know what I love most about Beauty from Bee? That my mom makes it, and it makes your skin feeling healthy. Try it. You'll love it, just like me. Visit beautyfrombees.ca. Wake up every morning, hand a lemon in my tea. Boy, little story is, you are you, and I am me, just be. Thank <laughs> you.